Introduce the one, the world the famous, only. the only multi-platinum songwriting CEO, <laughs> Forbes 30 Under 30, Miss Mickey Shiloh. Hi. Let, Boom. let the fire train begin. Yes, yes all of it. She's, she's just so she's, calm about all almighty. She's, she's just so calm about all of it. She's like, yeah, it's me. It's okay. It's just me. I mean, I can't Absolutely. get excited about me. Can I? <laughs> sure. No, hey, but so by the way, I've been a fan of you, Mickey, for a, for a while. That's, in all honesty, I have, you know, I've heard of you maybe for the past five, six years and huge fan. Yeah, huge from fan. from other people, from people coming through the studio. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I just met this chick no, named no, Mickey no, no, Shiloh, no, no. dude. She's awesome. No, Instagram, uh, I think YouTube, but I have, I have seen her in social media. Oh, thank yeah. you. Real fan. Real fan. No, well, Johnny's a real fan too. Yeah, second. He is. <laughs> I just get I like the that coffee. cup, Mickey. I know it's the best kind. Well, in second to this we all have dope mugs. Motivation yeah, in a mug. I love it. Absolutely. Yo, don't get me started on Pro Tools, man. I'm, I'm over here trying to figure things out. Yeah, it's it's iLock, dude. They're now. having a hard time Talk today. About how Pro Tools first is trash. <laughs> We Yo. can say that. We could say Avid is, is is a piece of shit. I love Avid as a company. I no, just you don't. Tools. Nobody does. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> Nobody does. Really. Free Pro Tools is really bad. It's called Pro Tools First. It's terrible. Yo. Yeah. We could right. go in. So DB had something to say about Luna, which was UA's joint. What was what's Luna? About? I'm having a hard time with Luna, man. I love it's it. Like, it's not I working for me. It's I not working. I gotta mess with them all. I love it. I love Luna. I've been. I've been. It's just it. not working, dude. I mean, not for what we do. Yeah. I mean, for production, fine. I'm. I, I can see where and that would make a big be... deal. But for and... recording and editing and mix, no, 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 no. Please, no, 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 no. Of course, no. Not. Yeah. But if you know, you're using the instruments and and because everything's in you know in unison and there's no latency, it's awesome. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that Johnny? Yeah, I, I use a lot of their. I use a lot of their pianos and string stuff. That that's actually sounding really good from Luna. It sounds really authentic to me. Yeah, I've given that's up on that, it, though. I'm, I'm done with it. That's all that techie shit that we don't worry about. So check it out. Today's episode, we're talking about purpose, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the point, Johnny. Come on. Stop beating around per- the bushes. I'm clapping with it. It's purpose. And I'll tell you this. Let like me, a let black me grandma. The two let seconds. me tell you something, motherfucker. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you like this. So my two seconds on purpose and Mickey Shiloh is that she is the most purpose-driven motherfucker I know. That's that's absolutely a huge motivation for everybody that works with her. And that I'm blessed to say that, that includes me. And it's just, yeah, I mean, shit, we live it. We're here on the podcast. We're blessed that people are listening. We're blessed that, you know, people are maybe working through their purpose through us. But if there's anybody that embodies that and really pushes on that, because I mean, at some point you have to do it for more than just, Oh, somebody, you know, through the grapevine saying you're cool. And, you know, people shouting you out, it's gotta be bigger than the high fives at some point. So really what's that uh, mean to you, Miss Shiloh? Um, well, it's a loaded question. 
purpose is the one thing that's going to motivate you throughout your life to do anything like literally to get out of bed in the morning. Um, I feel like I've gone through many, many, uh, courses of figuring out what my purpose is in life. I know that as soon as I could write songs, I felt like music was my purpose until I was 23, 24, when I realized music isn't a purpose, the same way being a doctor isn't a purpose. It's That's just a title. It's a job title. Mm. Um, and so I, like I said, when I was 23, 24, I'd been a songwriter for a decade at that point. I've written songs for, you know, really major artists and was in the room with every successful producer, like anyone that I wanted to work with, but I wasn't happy. And so I started to do a lot of digging um, and one of my friends, one of my very close friends, um, had gone through this very transformative journey himself. Um, he was also a songwriter and artist when I met him, but then he became a health and wellness coach, which at that time he realized that was his purpose was to help people through health and wellness rather than with his musical gift, which was shocking to me. Only as a song, I was only as good as my last placement and quick, you know? Um, so all of that to say, perfect journey, I don't think it's something born, although I wish it was, um, one of the easiest ways to get back to what you love, I think, is thinking, what did I want when I was a kid? Like, what did I imagine? What was my dream when I was five? Um, you know, that's what's going to take you, I think, to your passion, um, or it's just one tactic to find your passion. But anyways, I could go on and on. I think, I think that, um, again, just purpose is your only is the only indicator of what's going to motivate you just in life in general. It's not easy to find at all. Um, I would go as far to say that I feel 99% of people want to help people even deep down underneath whatever greed some of those folks have, whatever I think that we want to help people. I think everyone wants to help people. Um, at least that's my idealistic view on it. But that's my purpose is to help people through what I've learned in music and business. And this is, you know, music business. So <laughs> that's what Amen I'm that. Bam. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Drop a bomb on it. All right. So that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, guys. <laughs> take it easy, guys. <laughs> we'll see okay, you next week. We'll no, see you next week. You know what you said about, you know, you said that it's the similarity of the doctor, right? It's like, I, I get it. I get it because it's not like, it's not like I didn't choose to do this, you know, engineering, producing, making music. It's just in my veins. And I can't imagine doing anything else. And if it's not music, you know, I don't want, even want to think about doing it. So, damn. And music is still not your purpose. That's yeah. a vehicle <laughs> that's driving what your purpose is. That is true producing or whatever you're doing but there's a goal there and an intention the same way being famous isn't a purpose like the surface level isn't the purpose like why are you actually do doing what you're doing like you love it sure you love it but like what's the impact do you want to have an impact like that it's really about digging deep 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 underneath the title of what you do and beneath the passion of just loving doing it like what's the end goal yeah, it's it's not it's not the do, it's what comes after the question mark of, you know, why. And that's um yeah, that's huge. I mean, 
I think that that's going to resonate a lot with people that are on different levels of, you know, everybody listening. I mean, from the very bottom to the very top, your why is what's going to keep you here, whether you're here a week, a month, 10 years, you know, or the rest of your life or career and your career can evolve and change. I think that's one thing that people get so hung up on. It's like, I started with this, so I want to be this, but that again is just a means. That's just a vehicle. That's not what you're actually doing, what you're trying to create is impact. And I think that when people get so caught up, it's almost like people that love money, like you're going to love numbers, numbers never end. Shout out to Bob Marley. So, you know, you're just going to be stuck in that, you know, I just want more numbers, more numbers is just running up the game. But I think, um, yeah, it definitely comes down to your why and your purpose and purpose is what's got DB in the studio right now. Mm. Yeah, you look like mm. a real, like, radio, like, you look like you're in a radio station. He right is. Now. He's at our radio oh, station. He's at our headquarters. We just can't show up. I run this shit. Yeah, we're not allowed. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I think it's so easy to yeah. say, know your why and know this and that, but uh, no one really knows unless they sit down and figure it out as if it's a math equation. Like it's like being in algebra class and like adding this and adding that. And what does it equate to? Um, one of the, the, um, I guess tactics that I used last year even, or no end of 2018 to really get down to why I even want to help people, um, was a method called seven layers deep, which I heard about through, um, Dean Graziosi, who's like a huge real estate, um, entrepreneur, And what seven layers deep is, is you start with the first question, which is, what do you want? Which is is so broad, but let's say um, you ask yourself, what do you want? And you're like, I want $100 million. I want to be making $100 million a year, right? And then the second layer is, why do you want to be making $100 million a year? And then your answer would be like, well, because I want to pay off my debt and I want to help my family and I want to da-da-da. And then the third layer is, well, why do you want to help your family? Why do you want to pay off your debt? And so you answer that. And then it's like, well, I want to help my family because they were very supportive of me when I was growing up. And I feel like I I owe them. And then you keep doing this and keep doing this. And it gets really hard. By layer five, if you get to layer five, you don't even know why the fuck you want anything (laughs) anymore, but it's such an important thing. You'll realize that you want things that you didn't know you want. It's such a, such a, such an important, um, uh, tactic to use to get deep. Like, why do I want this? What I figured was what I figured out when I did seven layers deep, I still have not gotten to seven layers. I'm being completely honest. Um, but what I realized was that I want, I wanted to help people Simply because my I came from a family that helped people. My grandparents are cardiologists. My um, my mom does nails for a living. I mean, that's helping people. Like literally, everyone around me growing up was helping and serving. So that just was in my blood. So um, I know a lot of people don't come up in that environment, but that I figured out that was my that was why I am the way I am. Just seeing that, you know. So now we got to unwrap this seven layer burrito that you just dropped and <laughs> you just, you just hit them with like the 180 IQ Mensa. Like you just <laughs> dropped so much in so little time that you've got layers upon layers. And I think that, you know, you're, you make perfect sense and you have to live in that. The math equation, the algebraic equation, part of it was perfect. I mean, that, 
that really, I think, sums it up because you have to take your why and keep stripping it down because if not, we do a lot of busy work. I think the musicians especially are <laughs> famous for, if nothing else, their busy work because you get to that point where it just becomes like running on a treadmill. Like, you know, you're, okay, I, I made a track. Huh keep running i made a track and it's like okay what what are you doing though like that's it, it makes you scream when you when you break out of that pattern and you realize your pattern is not taking you any closer to a your purpose b any any real end result like and then and then you get the worst of it i've seen is like people become known for certain things like you're known for being in that practice you're known for being in that running treadmill and it's like you feel judged at the end of it. You don't feel positive. You feel almost like you've been boxed in. Like people know you for, oh, all they do is music. And it's like you you then want to break out of that and feel like, wow, why, why was that the only thing I was doing? Like I need to be focused on the bigger picture for the rest of my life. And, you know, this is this is probably deeper than the people that have been doing music for a month or two and, you know, probably jumped on SoundCloud and dropped some stuff on Spotify, whatever, like. It's, it's definitely not in that realm, but to make it relate, you know, I think that you can put it on all levels to say, definitely check your intentions at the door and, you know, follow what's going to make the biggest impact on you and then see what impact you can then bring to others too. Because I think DB's impacted all of us, you know, being that he's given us a place to do our work. He's, he's been there and mentored us through times where we didn't, we, th we may have thought we knew what was going on or what we were doing. And then he gave us that, that extra edge, that competitive edge to make us that much better. So, you know, I know junior can attest to that. I know <laughs> that he's sitting, he's sitting at HQ, like the, like the mob boss. So, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a wonderful thing. I mean, we, we all take from each other. And I think through the work of your own purpose, you can then kind of take that steel sharpened steel approach and meet other people that may have a similar or or maybe a parallel um, purpose, and and then you learn how to create that impact from each other. So I think that's that's a huge uh, a huge thing because once you identify, then you can share, and once you share, then you know cohabiting you know end results and goals kind of start to mesh. Mm -hmm, absolutely, I would say one more thing off that is before you even get to the point, if you don't know your purpose, you don't feel you know it is just step one, being completely honest with yourself with, with just who you are. And that can come with a lot of negative too. Like if you know you're a super selfish person or you're greedy or whatever it is, like you need to own who you are right now. And if you want to change, you have to own that process it's going to take to change. So um, yeah, that's step number one. That's step number one, being honest with yourself. And then you can be honest with what you want. You can't take into account what anybody else wants for you. It's simply you sitting in a candlelit room with a piece of paper and your favorite quill pen and writing down, this is me, regardless of what anyone else around me says about who I am, that's not even truth. What I think is true and this is, this is what I want it just it has to be you it has to be completely your decision um where your life is going to go so and your purpose can actually carry you further than your immediate confidence because when you start doing something you feel like you suck at it so if you feel like you're not that great now you're boxed into i don't want to show people because it's not as good as it should be but if your purpose is greater than that now you can use that as your fuel and be like you know what regardless of what it looks like 
this needs to be out there because it's doing something. It's going to do something for someone. So I have to do it. So you use that purpose as, you know, kind of like that full confidence in the beginning to get better and to learn and to make the mistakes and to just push through it. DB purpose Yo. go. Um, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Famous for the, the one liners. <laughs> yeah. Well, go. I don't know. How have your guys' purposes changed or shifted? Did you always know your purpose? Did you No. Has it shifted? Yes. But- yeah, no, and especially <laughs> DB, you know, he's yeah. in, he's in a place where he, he impacts a lot of people. I do too. I you know, being there at the studio, but as a mentor. It's such a such a great, you know, it's a responsibility, but you do good at that, you know, DB. To, to have these guys come, like potential students that come for uh, an interview or we, we Zoom for an interview just to see if we com- are compatible, so to speak, right? These guys come in here, man, and they're, they're like super nervous. Even to meet me, they're like super nervous, but I don't get that. I don't understand that part because I'm just... You know, I'm just me. I just do what I do and and it's cool and I have a good time and I'm not really concerned about status or accolades or or any of this. I'm just having fun. You it's know, it's because Madonna, Michael Bolton. Yeah, and I'm not but I'm not <laughs> but I'm not really I'm not really that guy. I'm not really like, oh yeah, you know, I don't drop names, I don't say anything you know I'm it's just because like, you know mickey shiloh that's uh, why. that's everybody's it all, i mean that's top of the world right there I'm, I'm i could die now i'm done everybody's all you know? nervous like yo <laughs> first it was bb you... king and now mickey shiloh damn i'm finished i'm over. you know I mean, it's just... you know the goats <laughs> you know the goats so they're gonna be like hey man you know, i'm just trying to be an engineer man i'm just trying to get by shit <laughs> that's Help. funny that's funny <laughs> but I, I, I yeah i mean i'm nobody who cares you know so Mm-hmm. 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 all right well shit that was fun yeah. <laughs> found our purposes what about you john doe what about me how has your purpose shifted shifted let's see um i feel like i gotta pay 160 dollars an hour for this part um i would say my my purpose has <laughs> shifted in the last 12 months i'll be honest i feel like my purpose shifted from definitely being in that you know, treadmill and like, you know, I want to put out all this music and I want to do all these things. My purpose has now shifted to finding ways to incorporate that alongside the impact part. I think impact for me, it's probably my favorite purpose piece right now. I haven't, I don't know if I've really gotten down all the way, maybe like Mickey was saying to the seven parts of my, of my purpose, but I think at least to the, to the degree where it wakes me up every morning, impact is definitely my cup of tea per se because when i can reach out and in tandem with junior and db and and even yourself like you know being able to reach and and actually make a difference in someone's day and let them know like hey listen dude i know it's not as easy as you thought but it's not nearly as hard as you're making it so let's move on something let's make a change let's make a difference let's let's you know change an action today that might bring you closer to what you think i mean people they they pretty much hang their hat on their idea of purpose, which is I want to make money from what I love to do. So now you have to develop further than just one action. Like, well, what is it that you really love to do? Music. Well, no, that's a part of something you love to do. What you love to do is make people feel good. And I think that most musicians share in that when someone hears a song and they're vibing to it, there's a, a visceral, um, 
I, I guess you could say sense of accomplishment in you like what I did, right? It's almost like this this subservient, like I, I made something that you liked. And, and that part of it, when you've understood what that's about, now you can kind of feel a little bit more freedom and, and give yourself permissions that you didn't give yourself before, because now you know there's going to be people that maybe like it and there's going to be people that definitely don't. But ultimately, you're you're living for the service of those that do enjoy it and get that feeling of, you know, maybe feeling uplifted or feeling refreshed or revitalized from something that you did or said. And it, it goes in so many different ways, like being you know, junior and being an engineer and making somebody's, you know, work sound that much better. You know, you've you've changed their direction for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year, because now they feel closer to their purpose. So it really goes back to like this, you know, unilateral back and forth reciprocal energy that, you know, you just you get that. So my purpose has shifted in the sense that now I'm actively looking to push my purpose via the agenda of helping others find and work on their purpose. And that's, that's where I shifted. It's, it shifted away from me so much and shifted toward everyone around me now. And that's, that's really my favorite part about all this. That's why we're still doing, you know, the podcast and the pandemic, we got a message from, I'm trying to remember Nairobi, I'll fix it if it's wrong. But I mean, we got a message from way far away from here, and here we are, just a few guys, you know, in LA, just trying to just trying to make it happen, make it work in the middle of something that nobody really understands, you know. And we have a passion for music, which is a vehicle, but definitely, I think the purpose piece has to do with helping people achieve within themselves what they're trying to do. Damn, I couldn't agree more. You know what, Johnny? You know what, Johnny? I've seen. I get I, a raise. I, no. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> No, <laughs> no. Look, how long have we known each other, Johnny? Five, six uh, years now. It's a long time. I met you as a client here at the studio. Yeah. And 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 I have seen you grow and change from the moment you know from the first time we met. I've seen you grow and change and, and evolve into this really intellectual, smart dude, man. You're really. I'm very impressed. I like talking impressed, to you man, now, Johnny. Really. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it seemed like when Johnny first came in, he was all about just making beats and making songs and all. Oh, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to put my shit on iTunes and people are going to love it. But now he's got his purpose has shifted. And I've seen I think that he's shift. more evolving to this business. I've seen that shift and it's awesome. No, and you, you, Junior as well. I mean, Junior as well. I mean, Junior's becoming, I've seen Junior grow into being a producer, a music producer, not necessarily a beat maker, but a music producer, a guy who has ideas in his head and he can put that out on a piano. And people love it, you know. And Maybe I've the seen common that factor growth. is you, DB. What's that? The common factor is you. You're impacting. I don't know about lives. that. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm just more right, of a facilitator. Johnny? I just give, I give you guys a place to create. You know, <laughs> he is now, the common to, in, denominator. In all, honesty, in all honesty, I think that I've, you know, what I've evolved, not even just in music, but in my life. Yeah, I do have to owe it in some part to you because, you know, I used to, I left a lot of stuff behind, and it's more of the advice that you have given me personally. And that's 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 what it's all about. We impact each other, and it yeah, and that's, be a positive or and, negative. And then that's that's part of my purpose as well is seeing you become successful in doing what you want to do and being the man that I know that you can be. You know, and I see, I like, I'm, I mean, no offense to you, bro, but I saw you make mistakes early. Yeah. You know, not only in yeah. music and in business, but in life. Yes. You know, and I, I I I gave advice, and and fortunately, you listened. 
which was, you know, that's an awesome thing to do. And look, look where you are, bro. Look at what you look at. Your family is amazing. I mean, Johnny is just the little Johnny is just the, 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 not the, the cutest one kid my ever. Johnny, my baby Johnny. Little, little Johnny. <laughs> He's the cutest kid ever, you know, and, and all that's all I've seen that growth and that's amazing, you know, and, and but I, I, do I, I definitely to, appreciate you for that. I do have to say thank you for everything you, you, you have well, guided me. And this is what, this is what this family is about, you know, yes, this I family. Do. And what I'm talking about this family, it's not only me and you and Johnny and, and now Mickey's part of the family now, but everybody involved like in what we cousin. do. Every, every everyone involved in what we do in making creative, you know, being the creative people because we don't. We, I I personally don't worry about money. I don't worry about numbers. I don't worry about status. I definitely don't worry about accolades. I mean, I don't care. You know, I don't care if I've got gold records or Grammys. I don't really care. It doesn't bother me. I don't really care about that. What I care about is making sure that if I'm working on something, it's going to be the best it can be. It's going to sound the best. It's going to feel the best. It's going to be good. You know, just because, because I can. Now, everybody, welcome to our team building exercise of today's podcast episode. But I mean, to touch on that, you know, I can definitely say that I, I definitely understand exactly where DB is coming from, because he definitely saw a younger me, uh, a different type of hunger, because when you don't really tap into that that purpose piece it really just has to do like you you just turn into a gym rat like you're just like yo i just need to be in the studio and i'm not really sure why i just got to be there and i got to move some knobs and play some music and do some stuff so you know when you get past that and you start to understand what it's for and what it what it really does we built this community with junior and db within ourselves first and this community spiraled very quickly into how do we reach out to others within this community and now other professionals can find themselves you know a piece of of, of land inside of how our experiences all mesh together because Everyone from even Death Beach or Cal or other, you know, Yesla, other um, people that have been on the show, like everybody is coming from pretty much the same place. And I think that that's such a powerful, unifying point that you can be from a completely different walk of life and genre and experiences. And I play guitar and I'm a bass player and whatever, like all these different things. But we all meet in the middle. And we've said this before, and it definitely, you know, translates now is that we're on the common ground of the work and we're all in the same business of trying to make music our business or even making business from music. And Mickey is an, an excellent example of the fact that, you know, music is, is such a part of what she does, but it's not everything she does. And she has to dig deep and find new ways to innovate and, and create that message and, and translate that message and get it out to as many people as possible. And she does, does an amazing job of it. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can bear witness to those things that she's finding her purpose through. And you're also going to gain a lot of value from these things. So I, I salute her for that because it's just, it's, it's amazing. You know, the same way that we've all evolved within one another for the last year, I've seen the same with Mickey because she's been killing it consistently for as long as I've known her and even beforehand. So, you know, that I, I shout that out because I'm sure that that is directly connected to her purpose. Yeah, shout out God on that. Like, really, I'm just a vessel of, you know, his plan, too, at the end of the day. Like, Amen. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I appreciate that. I just posted yesterday that I need to get better at taking compliments. Like, it's always like, oh, like, stop, stop the compliments. I love it, though. I, I actually really appreciate that. And I was going to say in return while we're doing the team building exercise is that <laughs> like even because when when DB, I'm calling you DB now, when DB was talking about how in the past five, six years, he's seen you transform completely. I've literally, before he said that, I was going to say even a year ago when we first, you know, connected, I've seen you completely transform because like you said, I think back even a year ago, you were still on even just working on your brand and your producing, your engineering. It wasn't even totally outside of yourself. So I think that's so cool that you've completely realized and shifted um, where your heart is going, you know? So I think that's so important. And just on that topic, I think it's so important to lead with your heart. Um, again, being authentic with what you want and also being not being afraid of criticism. If you want to shift gears, um, something that I've been talking about a lot is when I went, when I went from a songwriter to just wanting to focus on my artistry, you know, four years ago, I got a lot of criticism from the industry, from executives or ANRs that were saying, oh, you don't want to come to this session. I was being guilt tripped um, and all of this. And I had to just keep coming back to myself and remembering why I'm not going to these sessions wasting my time anymore. It's because that's not making me happy. It's been unhealthy for me. I'm smoking too much. I'm drinking too much. I want to dig deeper. I don't want to just be as good as my last placement anymore. Like where, where is my life going? Am I going to be 40 in studios still just writing songs for, you know, and chasing these placements? Like I don't want to chase little goals. Again, just going back to, I personally want to make an impact on music more importantly on business in general and changing the world through music as a vehicle of business. Like that's where my platform has been built and I'm using that platform to, you know, create my own businesses and impact. I applaud you for that. Maybe. That's, that's, that takes guts and it takes a lot of balls to do what you just said. I mean, for me, Donnie was just kind of, kind of explaining uh, a little while ago that I had to put all that behind me too. And it's, it's for the best. It's like, all the drugs and drinking and, and partying and sessions and everything, it's just nonsense. And I'm a fair, like, I, I strongly believe in sessions. It could be a great vibe with all, all that involved, you know? So, so I made a conscious decision and I switched my life around without having to drink in sessions and, and all the, the party drugs and everything. But that's really hard and it takes guts to do that. So I applaud you. There's a time and a place for that stuff, you sure. know? Sure. There's a time and a place. I mean, if you if you want to if you want to smoke, you want to drink. There's a time and, and a place. And what I've noticed is that like the there's a time and a place to not the professionals that I had in sessions. They usually don't come to party. They come to actually work, make the music, and then they always party like when it's all done to celebrate, but not during sessions, not during work time. So that that's that's how they get it done. Yeah. These youngsters don't get it though. They don't get it. They don't get oh. it. <laughs> and they're dying so young. Like these these kids. absolutely. Are getting to the pinnacle, not even the pinnacle, but like the start of the pinnacle of their career, right? And literally overdosing. Like we've seen yeah. that time and time again. Just the past couple of years, it's so incredibly sad. Um, and it's just a culture that's been cultivated, and unfortunately, it's it's getting to their listeners, and that just goes back to music. It's powerful. It's the most powerful. It's the most powerful thing in the world. Musicians are more powerful than politicians. Mm -hmm. like, when we're spreading 
this culture of, you know, drinking lean and like just whatever it is, your listeners are hearing that and and doing it. And it's just really sad. And so all that to say, like, man, it's it's so good to clean up, of course, have your fun and all of that. But just think of who you're influencing, like, you know. Anyone can listen to this music. My 11-year-old, 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 14-year-old sister can get on Spotify and hear whatever the fuck she wants to hear. Literally, she was visiting LA a couple months ago and playing this song that was talking about, um, I fuck around, like something about like this girl is just being a hoe and she's my wow. sister's 14 years old. Like, why are you blasting this in the car, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and... And there's no there's no um, sense of ownership or there's no taking up for responsibility when something like that happens. And we mourn, you know, obviously, rest in peace to everybody that we lose any time. But, you know, we've got artists that, you know, come around and they they get into the business and, you know, you can just kind of see it in them that like a lot of the stuff seems kind of involuntary because they kind of feel like they have an image to uphold. And, you know, there's like you 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 have to be all of this and all of that. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you really don't. But it's all about how you choose to, I guess, in, in a sense, get put on or put yourself on and how much in control you are of your business versus somebody else being in control of your business. Because if you're being put in a position where you kind of have to uphold this, this status quo and this face of like, you know, oh, I do X, Y, Z. I mean, I think we mentioned it earlier in the seminar, like, you know, you kind of say a lie as many times as necessary until you kind of start to believe it. So you start to say like, I'm, I'm the baddest MF on the block. And it's like that at some point, all of that catches up and you know, the brave, the brave go first, you know, you're, you're brave enough to, to do all these drugs at the same time. You're probably not going to make it. You're not going to go out like a hero. You're going to go out like, damn, that shouldn't have happened like that. These people were speaking that in their music. They're literally talking about death in their music. I'm not going to make it past 21. I'm not like that music. It goes back to the law of attraction and manifestation. I don't know if you guys believe in it or not. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when, when the most important thing about manifestation is the emotion you feel and music is the most emotional thing in the world, especially as artists that or songwriters that also are artists, which most of these people that have passed on are writing their own music. They're genuinely connecting to that emotion when they're saying, I'm not going to make it past 21. You know what I'm saying? That's what brings it to their life. It's that emotion that you're connecting with when you say it, you're genuinely believing it in that moment. Even if afterwards you're listening to it back in the studio, like, yeah, that goes hard. You put that thought out, that genuine thought out into the universe. And then you're broadcasting it for millions of people to hear. It's so influential in, in lyrics and words and, and songs. We don't get it that it's like a blade of, you know, it's, a, it's a sword of two blades. It could be love and it could be, you know, you know, positive. But at the same time, it could drive people to go kill themselves. So I agree with you. It's so, it's so sad. Yeah, exactly. KB, how are we doing on time? Oh, I got I I I paid for Zoom now. We, oh, we go paid all now. day, we man. If you want, I don't care. Fourteen ninety nine a month, oh, yeah. dude. There we go. <laughs> all right, so this is gonna be a six hour episode, but <laughs> I think um, we're gonna go to, through the seven steps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I think I think to to wrap it to wrap it from from our perspective of us four on this on this episode, and to kind of put it into the real world. 
I think you have to reach out and start identifying what it is that you actually want to see bigger, bigger than I want streams and I want to check and I want money. Like you really have to start identifying what it is that you bring to the table. And that's really scary for a lot of artists and musicians and creatives <laughs> is that, you know, do you have a skill set? Do you have something to bring to the table? Do you have something to offer? Because there were even times when I thought I had something to bring to the table and it was probably premature. I didn't have a fully thought out idea. And like at that point where collaboration would have been great, instead, I was so hung up on what I want to do. And that ego kind of steps in and you kind of let that be this barrier for yourself. So I think, you know, really kind of look at what it is that you want to accomplish and start taking the the most basic, obvious steps that you can and make that a consistency thing and make it an activity that you do so that you can start to say, and, and we mentioned this earlier on the seminar, if you don't measure something, it'll never grow because you never knew where it was at to begin with. So you have to take stats. If you have, if you're quantifying based on, you know, listeners, how many listeners do you have? And and real listeners are not Instagram followers. They they help, but that's not a, a listener. A listener is on your Spotify. It's on your YouTube. It's who's keeping up with where you're exporting your creativity. If you can see that and, and you start to see the numbers move, you're going to start just automatically doing more of what they liked because you're paying attention to what they like. So you're going to do more of that. You're going to, you know, multiply that effect and, you know, just plug, plug, plug. We got an EP out today with Mickey in 1992 and like just a little bit of intention with, you know, the, the positioning and the marketing of that, you know, people, people bite because we're putting it in places where people want to see it. People are looking to see what's happening, you know, and we've touched on that earlier too. So, you know, it really just has to do with, being able to reach into yourself and bring out what it is that you're really looking for out in the world and make that a third dimensional thing. Because if Mickey would have only stuck to songwriting, we wouldn't have all these valuable resources from her now. And, you know, you have to bring it outside of just that one action. And when you bring it into the real world, now it's got a ripple effect and look up the butterfly effect. It's the same thing just by changing how you position the way that you're doing things. It really does, you know, have a long lasting effect way bigger than if you just work on, you put out, you know, 20 songs and you're mad now because nobody heard them. Well, you know, there's a lot of ways that you can change that. So you got to look for how. Absolutely. I think too, that, that uh, on the similar note that, that once you figure out, and once you cognite inside yourself without other people telling you that this is what you are supposed to do, that's when you grow and, they, and you turn into what you are. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Going yeah. back to the seven layers. Mickey, was that a book that you read? That No, it was. Well, I was listening to a podcast okay. that Dean Graziosi was on, but I think he also talks about that. In he's written a lot of books. Um, I think uh, I forget the name of the book, but he, yeah, he's written a bunch of books. I'm pretty sure that is written. Maybe we can all. look that up and, and, and put that on the next episode That'll where be, people can yeah. find that because that, that's a, that's I'm an awesome idea. That, yeah, that evolution. That link. I'll put that, that in the link of the episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That evolution of, of, of figuring out where you're supposed to be. And once you get there, it's not a job anymore. Now it's a lifestyle. You know what I right. mean? I don't get up and go to work every day. I get up. I'm for. I'm so lucky. I get to get up and come here, you mm -hmm. know. And I can't wait yeah. to get here because I'm here, I'm which is currently, it. which is currently a bomb shelter. But it will be back. Oh no! It's oh, it's, it's, it's 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 a man cave, is what this is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bat cave. This is literally a cave. 
It's I've, I've napped cave. in every corner of every room now, so I'm just like, this is my, this is my jam. He's you know? been scenting every room, but Mickey, we, we couldn't figure out a way to thank you enough. Definitely check out thank the new you, EP. Definitely thank check you, out Mickey. all the channels. Hard Drive HQ, MickeyShiloh.com, HardDrive.com. I mean, it's everywhere. So if you Anytime, haven't found out, any- it's coming. Anytime Mickey want to come back, she's more than welcome, man. She's I just, would love to come back. just got so much knowledge that I can. And likewise, I want to yeah. hear what you guys have to say. I'll connect with you guys after this. I'll leave it with um, one more thing from Dean Graziosi, which, uh, which is basically the seven layers deep thing is that there's three parts to it. It's uh, where are you? Where are you now? Not physically like I'm laying in bed. Like, where are you now in your life? And then number two is where are you going? And then number three is why are you going there? So those are the three parts of the seven layers. So I'll just leave y'all with that. Get your your paper and your quill pen. I don't know why I'm obsessed <laughs> with quill pens right now. <laughs> I, I use a typewriter. What did you say? I use a typewriter. I'm done. But yeah, break, <laughs> break, your, break your purpose or your desires down into those three things. Mickey, it's an honor. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, today. Mickey. Real fans. I appreciate it. And to all the Lakers fans out there, we're, we're coming back, baby. Going all the way, baby. 20, no way we're going to lose this. this year. It was <laughs> Yeah, but what did y'all, what did your Rams do? Come on, people. Whoa, dude. <laughs> Come on. I'm what happened to Gurley, huh? Where, hey, why'd you let him go? Best player you got. Who watched y'all are the, so stupid. Who watched, the jo- who watched the Jordan last dance so I do. far? That is Yo. All right, this is my cue. Love y'all. Bye. Bye, Mickey. <laughs> we out of here. The business of music.